Welcome to Romeo and Juliet, the podcast. Episode 2, Jove Laughs. Romeo walks alone. Can I go forward when my heart is here? Turn back, dull earth, and find thy center out. Hearing someone coming, Romeo hides. Romeo! My dear cousin Romeo. Romeo! On my life hath stolen him home to bed. He ran this way and left this orchard wall. Call, good Mercutio. Nay, I'll conjure too. <clears throat> Romeo! Humors, madman, passion, lover! I conjure thee by Rosaline's bright eyes, by her high forehead and her scarlet lip, by her fine foot, straight leg, and quivering thigh, and the domains that there adjacent lie, that in thy likeness thou appear to us. Come. He hath hid himself among these trees to be consorted with the humorous knight. Blind is his love, and best befits the dark. If love be blind, love cannot hit the mark. Come, shall we go? Go then, for tis in vain to seek him here that means not to be found. Mercutio and Benvolio walk on. Romeo steps out from his hiding place. He jests at scars that never felt a wound. But soft, what light through yonder window breaks? It is the east and Juliet is the sun. Juliet looks out her window. It is my lady, oh, it is my love. Oh, that she knew she were. See how she leans her cheek upon her hand. Oh, that I were a glove upon that hand, that I might touch that cheek. Ay, me. She speaks. Oh, speak again, bright angel, for thou art as glorious to this night, being over my head, as is a winged messenger of heaven. Oh, Romeo. Romeo, wherefore art thou Romeo? Deny thy father, and refuse thy name. Or, if thou wilt not, be but sworn, my love, and I'll no longer be a Capulet. Shall I hear more, or shall I speak at this? Tis but thy name that is my enemy. Thou art thyself, though not a Montague. What's Montague? It is nor hand, nor foot, nor arm, nor face, nor any other part belonging to a man. Oh, <laughs> be some other name! What's in a name? That which we call a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. So Romeo would, were he not Romeo called, retain that dear perfection which he owes without that title. Romeo, doff thy name, and for that name which is no part of thee, take all myself. I take thee at thy word. Call me but love, and I'll be new baptized. Henceforth I never will be Romeo. 
What man art thou that thus bescreened a knight so stumblest on my counsel? Uh, by a name I know not how to tell thee who I am. My name, dear saint, is hateful to myself because it is an enemy to thee. My ears have not yet drunk a hundred words of thy tongue's uttering, yet I know the sound. Art thou not Romeo? And a Montague? Neither, fair maid, if either thee dislike. How camest thou hither? Tell me, and wherefore? The orchard walls are high and hard to climb, and the place death, considering who thou art, if any of my kinsmen find thee here. With love's light wings did I o'erperch these walls. He lent me counsel, and I lent him eyes. I am no pilot, yet wert thou as far as that vast shore washed with the farthest sea, I would adventure for such merchandise. Thou know'st the mask of night is on my face, else would a maiden blush bepaint my cheek for that which thou hast heard me speak tonight. Dost thou love me? I know thou wilt say I, and I will take thy word. Yet if thou swearest, thou mayst prove false. At lovers' perjuries, they say Jove laughs. Oh, gentle Romeo, if thou dost love, pronounce it faithfully. Lady, by yonder blessed moon I vow... Oh, swear not by the moon, the inconstant moon that monthly changes in her circled orb, lest that thy love prove likewise variable. What shall I swear by? Do not swear at all, or, if thou wilt, Swear by thy gracious self, which is the god of my idolatry, and I'll believe thee. If my heart's dear love... Well, do not swear. Although I joy in thee, I have no joy of this contract tonight. It is too rash, too unadvised, too sudden, too like the lightning, which doth cease to be ere one can say it lightens. Sweet, good night. This bud of love by summer's ripening breath may prove a beauteous flower when next we meet. Good night. Good night, as sweet repose and rest come to thy heart as that within my breast. Oh, wilt thou leave me so unsatisfied? What satisfaction canst thou have tonight? The exchange of thy love's faithful vow for mine. I gave thee mine before thou didst request it. I hear some noise within. Dear love, adieu. Juliet! Anon, good nurse. Sweet Montague, be true. Stay but a little. I will come again. Juliet leaves the window for a moment. Oh, blessed, blessed night. I am afeard being a knight. All this is but a dream. Juliet reappears at the window. Three words, dear Romeo, and good night indeed. If that thy bent of love be honorable, thy purpose, marriage, send me word tomorrow, by one that I'll procure to come to thee, where and what time thou wilt perform the rite, and all my fortunes at thy foot I'll lay, and follow thee, my lord, throughout the world. Madam! I come anon! But if thou meanst not well, I do beseech thee. Madam! By and by I come! To cease thy strife and leave me to my grief. Tomorrow will I send. So thrive my soul. A thousand times good night. A thousand times the worse to want thy light. 
Juliet again leaves the window for a moment. Uh, love goes toward love as schoolboys from their books, but love from love toward school with heavy looks. Juliet again reappears at the window. Romeo, what o'clock tomorrow shall I send to thee? By the hour of nine. I will not fail. Tis twenty years till then. I have forgot why I did call thee back. Let me stand here till thou remember it. Tis almost morning. I would have thee gone. Good night. Good night! Parting is such sweet sorrow that I shall say good night till it be morrow. Juliet leaves the window. Sleep dwell upon thine eyes, peace in thy breast. Would I were sleep in peace, so sweet to rest. Hence will I to my ghostly friar's close cell, his help to crave, and my dear hap to tell. Romeo walks off. <laughs> With a basket in his hand, enters picking herbs and flowers. Now, ere the sun advances burning eye, the day to cheer and night stink due to dry. I must have filled this ozer cage of ours with baleful weeds and precious juiced flowers. Romeo comes into the garden. Uh, good morrow, father. Benedicite! What early tongue so sweet saluteth me? Young son, it argues a distempered head so soon to bid good morrow to thy bed. Thou art uproused by some distemperature. Or if not so, then here I hit it right. Our Romeo hath not been in bed tonight. That last is true. The sweeter rest was mine. Oh, God, pardon sin! Wast thou with Rosaline? With Rosaline, my ghostly father? No, I have forgot that name and that name's woe. Oh, that's my good son, but where hast thou been then? I'll tell thee, ere thou ask it me again. I have been feasting with mine enemy, where on a sudden one hath wounded me that's by me wounded. Both our remedies within thy help and holy physic lies. Be plain, good son, and homely in thy drift. Riddling confession binds, but riddling shrift. Then plainly know my heart's dear love is set on the fair daughter of rich Capulet. As mine on hers, so hers is set on mine. When and where and how we met, we wooed and made exchange a vow. I'll tell thee as we pass, but this I pray, that thou consent to marry us today. Holy Saint Francis, what a change is here! Is Rosaline, that thou didst love so dear, so soon forsaken? Young men's love then lies not truly in their hearts, but in their eyes. Thou chidst me off for loving Rosaline. For doting, not for loving, pupil mine. And badst me bury love. Not in, not in a grave to lay one in another ought to have. I pray thee, chide me not. Her I love now doth grace for grace, and love for love allow. The other did not so. Oh, she knew well thy love did read by rote, that could not spell. But come, young waverer, come.
go with me. In one respect, I'll thy assistant be. For this alliance may so happy prove to turn your household's rancor to pure love. Oh, let us hence. I stand on sudden haste. Wisely and slow, they stumble that run fast. Friar Lawrence and Romeo leave the garden together. devil should this Romeo be? Came he not home tonight? Not to his father's. I spoke with his man. Why, that same pale, hard-hearted wench, that Rosaline, torment him so that he will sure run mad. Tybalt, the kinsman of old Capulet, hath sent a letter to his father's house. A challenge on my life. Romeo will answer it. Alas, poor Romeo, he is already dead. Run through the ear with a love song, the very pin of his heart, cleft with the blind bow boy's butt shaft. And is he man to encounter Tybalt? Why, what is Tybalt? More than Prince of Cats. Oh, he's the courageous captain of compliments. He fights as you sing. Prick song keeps time, distance, and proportion. Ah, the immortal Fasado, the Punto Reverso, the Hay. The what? The pox of such antic, lisping, affecting, fantasticos, these new tunas of accent. Romeo comes down the street. Here comes Romeo. Here comes Romeo. Signor Romeo, bonjour. You gave us the counterfeit fairly last night. Good morrow to you both. What counterfeit did I give you? The slip, sir. The slip. Can you not conceive? Pardon, good Mercutio, my business was great, and in such a case as mine, a man may strain courtesy. That does much as to say, such a case as yours, may constrain a man to bow in the ham. Uh, meaning to courtesy. Thou hast most kindly hit it. A most courteous exposition. Nay, I am the very pink of courtesy. The nurse and Peter come down the street. Here's goodly gear. Peter! Anon! My fan, Peter. Good Peter to hide her face, for her fan's the fairer face. God you good morrow, gentlemen. God you good Ian, fair gentlewoman. Is it good Ian? Tis no less, I tell you. For the body hand of the dial is now upon the prick of noon. Out upon you! Gentlemen, can any of you tell me where I may find the young Romeo? I can tell you, but young Romeo will be older when you have found him than he was when you sought him. I am the youngest of that name, for fault of a worse. If you be he, sir, I desire some confidence with you. She will indict him to some supper. <gasps> a bod. A bod, a bod. So ho! Romeo, will you come to your father's will to dinner thither? I will follow you. Farewell, ancient lady. Farewell, lady. Lady? Lady. Mercutio and Benvolio leave. I pray you, sir. What saucy merchant was this that was so full of his ropery? 
A gentleman, nurse, that loves to hear himself talk and will speak more in a minute than he will stand to in a month. And to speak anything against me, I'll take him down. And thou must stand by too, and suffer every knave to use me at his pleasure. I saw no man use you at his pleasure. If I had, my weapon should quickly have been out. Now, afore God, I am so vexed that every part about me quivers. Scurvy knave! Pray you, sir, a word. And as I told you, my young lady bid me inquire you out. What she bid me say, I will keep to myself. But first, let me tell ye. If you should deal double with her, truly it were an ill thing to be offered to any gentlewoman, and very weak dealing. Nurse, commend me to thy lady and mistress, I protest unto thee. Good heart, and in faith I will tell her as much. Lord, Lord, she will be a joyful woman. Bid her devise some means to come to shrift this afternoon, and there she shall at Friar Lawrence's cell be shrived and married. Romeo offers the nurse some money. Here is for thy pains. No, truly, sir, not a penny. Go to, I say you shall. This afternoon, sir? Well, she shall be there. Farewell. Commend me to thy mistress. Aye, a thousand times. They all leave. Juliet enters. The clock struck nine when I did send the nurse. In half an hour she promised to return. Perchance she cannot meet him. That's not so. Whoa, she is lame. Had she affections and warm youthful blood, she would be as swift in motion as a ball. My words would bandy her to my sweet love and his to me. But old folks, many fain as they were dead. Unwieldy, slow, heavy, and pale as lead. The nurse and Peter come in. Oh God, she comes. Oh honey nurse, what news? Hast thou met with him? Send thy man away. Peter, stay at the gate. Peter goes. Now good, sweet nurse. Oh Lord, why look'st thou sad? Though news be sad, yet tell them merrily. I am a-weary, give me leave a-while. Fie, how my bones ache! What to jaunts have I had? I would thou hadst my bones, and I thy news. Nay, come, I pray thee, speak good. Good nurse, speak. Yesu, what haste! Can you not stay a-while? Do you not see? that I am out of breath. How art thou out of breath when thou hast breath to say to me that thou art out of breath? Let me be satisfied. Is't good or bad? Lord, how my head aches! What a head have I! Ah, my back! Ah, to the other side! Ah, my back, my back! Beshrew your heart for sending me about to catch my death with jauncing up and down. In faith, I am sorry that thou art not well. 
sweet, sweet, sweet nurse, tell me what says my love? Your love says, like an honest gentleman, and a courteous, and a kind, and a handsome, and I warrant a virtuous. Where's your mother? Where is my mother? Why, she is within. Where should she be? How oddly thou repliest. Your love says, like an honest gentleman, where is your mother? Oh, God's lady dear, henceforth do your messages yourself. Here's such a coil. Come. What says Romeo? Have you got leave to go to Shrift today? I have. Then hie you hence to Friar Lawrencell. There stays a husband to make you a wife. <laughs> hie you to church. I must another way to fetch a ladder by the which your love must climb a bird's nest soon when it is dark. I am the drudge and toil in your delight, but you shall bear the burden soon at night. <laughs> Go, I'll to dinner, hie you to the cell. Hi to high fortune, honest nurse, farewell. Juliet and the nurse leave. Friar Lawrence and Romeo come into Friar Lawrence's cell. So smile the heavens upon this holy act, that after hours with sorrow chide us not. Do thou but close our hands with holy words, then love-devouring death, do what he dare. It is enough, I may but call her mine. These violent delights have violent ends, and in their triumph die like fire and powder, which as they kiss consume. Therefore love moderately. Long love doth so, too swift arrives as tardy as too slow. Juliet runs in and embraces Romeo. Here comes the lady. Oh, so light a foot. Good even to my ghostly confessor. Romeo shall thank thee, daughter, for us both. Ah, Juliet, if the measure of thy joy be heaped like mine, then sweeten with thy breath this neighbor air, and let rich music's tongue unfold the imagined happiness that both receive in either by this dear encounter. But my true love is grown to such excess, I cannot sum up some of half my wealth. Come, come with me, and we will make short work. For, by your leaves, you shall not stay alone to Holy Church incorporate two in one. They all go. Thank you for listening to Romeo and Juliet, the podcast, episode two, Jove Laughs. Romeo and Juliet, the podcast, is a production of the Coastal Carolina University Department of Theater. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to catch upcoming episodes. Text adaptation by Globe Education Shorter Shakespeare. Directed by Tom Penn. Dramaturgy by Kevin D. Ferguson. Sound design and production by Storm Matos. Sound direction by Seth Cox. Stage management by Abby LaRoque. Assistant stage management by Trinity McGrory. Vocal coaching by Dory Sibley. Recorded on Riverside.fm. This episode's narrators are Zoya Rousseau, Stacey Jackson, Matthew Davey, 
Grace Jersey, and Blake Kersey. This episode's cast in order of appearance are Luke Hancock as Romeo, Sarah Krozik as Benvolio, Bradford Averett as Mercutio, Carson Hebblethwaite as Juliet, Khalees Harriet as Nurse, Robert Laws as Friar Lawrence, Grace Jersey as Peter, and me, Stacey Jackson, as this episode's announcer. Tune in again soon for episode 3, Fortune's Fool.